Welcome to the One Question Podcast from O'Brien Governance Design, who specialise in corporate governance for the public and not-for-profit sectors. I'm Will Francis, and in each episode, I ask Trish O'Brien a different question about corporate governance. So in the last episode, we talked about the involvement of the board in strategy development. In this follow-on episode, we're talking about how the board might engage with the strategy after it's been agreed. And so the question is, how can the secretary support the board in its ongoing oversight of the implementation of strategy? Trish? Yep, that's right, Will. Um, We we have an agreed strategy and we, we discussed that in the last episode and, you know, we, we hope that the board has engaged with the development of that strategy. We know that the board has strategy responsibilities, and so it needs to know how things are progressing. And if a strategy is for three or five years, I presume the board is expecting that it will be broken down into annual plans? Yeah, I think that that's really the first step. And, you know, in truth, this is where the design of the strategy continues to matter. You know, if the strategy has included objectives or goals that say something rather than being overly generic, um, and if they're supported by actions included in the strategy that indicate how the organization intends on achieving those objectives, then that provides a really clear pathway to a more detailed annual corporate plan. Difficulty is if the content is too generic, then the annual plan won't be getting much assistance or direction from the strategy. So taking it then that the executive is putting together an annual plan or a corporate plan, is this something that the board also needs to approve? Well, again, that kind of depends on the organisation. In some, the board approves uh, and in others, they receive it for noting and discussion. And, you know, that, that's something that the secretary and I, I think the chair need to be clear on. Well, which do you think is better? Um, Well, if we go back to the idea of keeping the board strategic rather than operational, then you could argue that if they have been involved in the development of the strategy and have approved the goals and the overarching actions that are in that strategy, then really it's up to the CEO and staff to develop and agree a plan that will deliver on the strategy. Um, And that plan, in some ways, it's the operational detail. But Again, this comes down to the strategy providing a strong enough framework of direction for the plan. So, you know, if the board feels that it needs to become overly involved in corporate uh, planning in detail, that suggests then to me, at least, that there, there might be a problem with the strategy itself. And if they're not getting into the detail, what is the board doing when it's given the annual plan? Well, I think they're having a discussion with the executive to assure themselves that certain things have been considered and have been taken account of in that plan. And, you know, that's with one eye to the role they're going to have to play in overseeing its implementation and the invitation of that plan. So there's a few things I think, again, putting ourselves in the role of the board member, being presented with the plan. There's a few examples of things I think that they're looking for. you know, and a basic one is just, can they understand the plan? You know, is is it clear to them uh, sitting there looking at it? Is it clear to them what actions are going to take place? Um, is it clear to them how that plan links to the strategy? So you've got a strategy for three or five years and then you've got a, a plan for maybe a year, maybe for 18 months. It, obviously, that plan should be delivering on the strategy. But is it clear to you? Is that being illustrated for you as to how that's going to happen? Um Also, I think you want to know, you know, does it strike you that the priorities of the strategy are actually reflected in the the plan that's going to be uh, executed for the following year? Because, you know, you could find that perhaps certain things are being avoided, you know, certain less important actions are being prioritized over others. 
Um, I think also just very importantly, you know, this is difficult planning and resource planning is always very difficult, but asking the questions, you know, is has the CEO and have the executive considered the resources that are going to be required to implement that plan? Are they confident that, you know, budget is one thing, but do they have the human resources and other resources needed? Um, and again, we've talked about risk on several occasions, trying to embed that. Has a connection been made between the actions in the plan and how risk is being managed? So, you know, have... There's no point having a risk register that has nothing to do with your planning, nothing to do with your strategy. These things need to connect. So, again, a board member raising that just just helps the executive, just reminds the executive of the connections between these things. So that's not an exhaustive list, but it's just some of the things I think that a board member might be looking out for and asking about. Yeah. So even if they're not approving the annual plan, the board members can still assure themselves that it's an effective plan by asking themselves and the CEO and management those kinds of questions. Yeah, I I think asking the right questions is one of the most important roles of, of any board. So there's a strategy and a plan for how that's going to be progressed over a certain period of time, maybe a year or longer. So what happens then and how can the secretary support the next stage? Well, the next part is is about it's about keeping oversight of the implementation of that corporate plan. And if the board can do that effectively, then they are kind of in turn fulfilling their responsibilities for the delivery of the strategy. So, you know, if the, the plan is, is uh, being executed properly and the plan is linked to the strategy, then then obviously you're fulfilling um, your role in terms of oversight of that strategy. And one of the most effective ways of doing that is to create you know, with, and this is again where the secretary comes in with the support of the secretary, a reporting template that will go to the board at agreed intervals and that will provide them with an overview of progress. So it's the secretary that kind of manages that review process. I think if the secretary can work with the chair, if you get a good chair and a good secretary working together, then they can kind of anticipate these things, you know. Um, And then I think they can also make sure not only are they done, but they're done in the right way and they're done well. uh, And they're done in a way that sort of um, makes information accessible to the board. Because, you know, you can... You can have a lot of reporting to the board, but it can be very inaccessible, very detailed. Um, and I think just just putting some thought in, and the secretary proactively putting some thought into how to manage um, information going to the board is is can be really, really uh, effective. Yeah, because it strikes me it's not a process that would naturally and organically go really well. It, it, it sounds like one that needs quite a bit of proactive stewardship. Yeah, for it to go, for it to be effective, definitely. It, it'll probably always happen, you know, it'd be unusual for a board not to get updates, but it doesn't mean that they're good updates and it doesn't mean that they're being particularly informed by those updates. So this reporting template for the benefit of a secretary to the board trying to support the board by creating one, what kinds of information might be in that template? Okay, so I think... For- for the board member to feel that they're getting a good oversight of things, there's you know a few pieces of information that, that will be particularly helpful to include in that template. So first of all, you've got the actions being pursued over the period of time. So if it's 12 months or whatever. Um, so what are the actions? You, you want to see what those actions are. You, you want to see which strategic objectives the actions are linked to. So presumably, if an action is in the plan... Now, it won't always link to a strategic objective. There are things that happen uh, in an organization that are happen annually. Let's say the development of an annual report. 
So those things happen annually. They're just part of good corporate governance. They're not necessarily connected to a strategic objective. But on the whole, most of the, the big actions taking place will be linked to a strategic objective. So a board member, I think, wants to see where there is a connection. What is the connection? Just just spell that out. Uh, and then I think they want to see the owner of each action. And that that's probably the person with overall responsibility who's going to be accountable to the board. It's not necessarily the member of staff who, who's, who's doing the business, but it's it's probably somebody a bit more senior who, who's uh, accountable to the board for it. So actions, are they linked to the strategic objective? Uh, and if so, which ones? And then the owners of each action, making that clear. So th- that's three pieces of useful information. Then again, against each action, you might have some columns that are of interest to the board. So, for instance, I, I think I'd want to know as things were going on, you know, that if there was an agreed budget for the action, I'd want to know, well, is it being delivered within that agreed budget? I think that's a reasonable question. If if that action is connected to something on the risk register, I'd probably like to know, well, is it um, is is it's featuring the risk register? Is it in there as a low, medium or a high risk? You know, that, that's going to be of interest to me. And I'd also like to know if we've dedicated, you know, we've anticipated that an action will be completed within a certain period of time. I'd like to know, is it on track? So is this happening as it was intended to happen? And a really quick way of communicating that information to the board is simply by using just a color scheme, the, the old green, amber, red you know, and it, even just having this as a dot, you know. So if you can imagine a template whereby you have the action, just even like an A3 page, you've got the action, you've got the strategy, um, the strategic objective, you've got the owner of the action, you've got, you know, a column that says budget, a column that says risk register, a, com- a column that says agreed time frame. All I really need to know as a board member is whether or not uh, we're keeping uh, within um, our, our, our anticipated plans. Um, and, you know, I, I can see that very clearly. If something is, you know, a green dot, things are going okay. If it's amber, maybe things have shifted a bit. If there's red dots, maybe I need to, to be looking at them. And, and that's not to be negative or to suggest that the board only wants to know when things aren't going to plan. But, but really, if you've agreed a strategy and a set of actions, if things are progressing as intended, then really the board and staff should probably just be focusing on the exceptions. And then maybe finally to sort of preempt board questions, just a column in the, in our template um, could be included that allows the executive just to provide a couple of sentences to explain where things are off track and if they're if they're going to come back on track, or if there's a more serious issue arising. So if the budget is at amber, and I've got an amber dot against uh, budget, it means that you know maybe things are slipping a bit in terms of what was expected. That may just be a, a minor issue that's going to be resolved. It could be more serious. So a couple of lines, not a big narrative, but a couple of lines can can help to explain that to me as a board member. And then they could also flag for board members if the risk status linked to actions has changed recently and explain why. So if something went from not being you know, an action linked to something that wasn't um, uh, particularly a big deal in terms of the risk register and then suddenly has become something that's really being looked at in terms of risk, then again, I want to know that. Yes. And I'd imagine that using that kind of summary template can be a much more effective approach for board members than reading lengthy papers of text, right? Yeah, it it can prove very useful and it can give the board members the confidence they want that they're on top of things without getting into unnecessary detail. Um, 
And that that summary it can be it can be supplemented with more detailed reporting on specific issues as needs be, and that might be at the request of the board or, or indeed the request of the executive. You know, particularly if things are not going according to the plan, they 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 might want to um, talk about that in, in, in more detail with the board members and document that. Um, and in terms of you know showing progress for the record and for public consumption, that can happen through uh, the annual report. So. You know, there'll, there'll always be a, a detailed record available at the end of a planning cycle and, and before the next one starts. Right. So taking the approach that we're describing to overseeing progress um, against those agreed plans, is that something that the secretary can assist with? Well, I, I think actually the secretary could really drive this kind of initiative in conjunction with the chair. Um you know, because boards, every time we, we speak with them, they always say they get too much documentation and you have these really conscientious members who tried to get through it all, but they, they don't necessarily feel better informed at the end of it or even, you know, always know why they've received papers. And and we've, we've talked a little bit about that in episode five. Um, I think of it, if a, a sort of a less is more approach could be taken to reporting on progress against strategy, I think that could be very helpful, not not only to the board, but also to the CEO and to the staff. And ultimately, it's going to increase the transparency of information, which is it's that's really a fundamental objective of good governance. OK, so some useful suggestions there on helping board members to oversee strategy. And that followed our discussion in the previous episode where we talked about the board's role in developing strategy. So where do we go next? Well, I mentioned earlier that one of the most important roles of the board is to ask questions. And I really think that. So uh, I'd I'd like to talk a bit more um, about that and to think about the board having maybe an agreed set of questions and using them like decision-making criteria that they can refer to when they've got a substantial or a difficult decision to make. Great. I'll see you then. Look forward to it. Great. Thank you, Will. You can find out more, access resources, templates, and the full one-question guides at obriangd.ie. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.